Hey everybody, welcome to part 2 of the Skeleton Crew Halloween Special. Before the journey continues, make sure to follow us on Twitter at FF underscore cast, and check out our new content on our website, flashfantasypodcast.com. Last time, Skoga got the crew to join him in a game of Raiders and Rancors. There was love, mystery, and of course, Trandoshans besting everyone in combat. The fun was cut short, however, when something happened with the hyperdrive, and the crew found themselves lost in an unfamiliar place. Here's what happens next. Alright, so the Kepler-12 has come to a sudden and abrupt stop in some weird space. Skoga runs to the bridge and looks out and sees the inverse space in front of him. And he's like, what have I done? Uh, Bog, still kind of coughing through the smoke, comes into the cockpit and he's like, I don't don't think you did this. I snapped after we played the game with the warlocks. Remember that? Don't you remember when we played the game? Uh, Wes has gone to the computer and he's trying to locate them. According to Beacon Knee things. That's okay, use computer check. According to Hollow Net Beacons. 27? Uh, the computer won't turn on. Oh, is the ship, like, off? Or is just this computer? It seems so. Iso rushes away from the, the bridge, goes back to the engine room where Bog had come out of. I'm assuming smoke is still slightly puffing out of there. Yes. And he attempts to diagnose what caused this commotion. Mechanics check. 20. Obviously something with the hyperdrive, that's for sure. Um, what exactly has gone on is honestly beyond your reach. Systems seem to just be non-operational. It doesn't look broken, however. It's just not working. Can I do either a technical knowledge roll or a physical science roll to see if I can at least begin to comprehend what has uh, happened? Be technical. Technical? 18. It seems that the hyperdrive short-circuited or something akin to that, and it took you out of hyperspace, but not back into real space. Into hypo-space. <laughs> hypo-space. So hyperspace in Star Wars is another dimension. Ships travel through this dimension, and in that dimension, they can go faster than the speed of light and blah, blah, blah. But in, in hypo-space... <clears throat> You can't go faster. You can go <laughs> negative speed of light. There's no hypospace. No one um, can hear you scream. <laughs> there is no hypospace. But you dropped out of hyperspace when you weren't supposed to. But instead of just coming out into real space, like you did, for example, when you were traveling to Arc Station and you got pulled out of hyperspace, you were pulled into a different space. An other space. Other space. Someone get me a piece of paper. <laughs> don't you know that we, we we went we passed through we passed through a wormhole in hyperspace so you know it's like if you folded this space paper in half this represents space and we just stick the little pencil right through it that's what happened to us so bog comes in and he hands skoga a piece of paper and skoga says this is what happened guys you see normally space is like this flat and you have to go across the whole thing but then if you can fold it by going through another dimension. And he takes his claw. Boom! You can punch a hole through. Now what could make such a hole? I snapped my fingers. <laughs> and my powers made a hole. So... Bog rips the paper away from Skoga. He's like, that is not what happened. Bog! Bog, don't you see? I can just punch a hole right back. 
We just get this bad boy going into hyperdrive again, and I'll snap my fingers, and we'll be right back to normal space. Iso enters the room at this point. Bog, I honestly have no idea what we're in. Wes is currently searching throughout the entire ship trying to find any sort of technology that does turn on or function. Nothing. Nothing. Not anything. Does that include Damien's lightsabers? That does include Damien's lightsabers. Iso, turning back to Bog, the hyperdrive actually seems to be functioning. It's not broken. Right, like nothing is broken, but it's not on? We got any spacesuits in this bad boy? I can hold my breath a long time. Don't know. As as not Bog, but as GM, will you allow me to have a spacesuit and go on a spacewalk? There are spacesuits on the Kepler-12, probably. All right, well, so Wes heads over to the old spacesuit. You know, I think this, this could have something to do with whatever's going on outside. Uh, I'm going to grab one of our suits, and I want to just check out the outside of the ship. Uh, wait, wait, wait. You've been checking the systems, right? Have you found anything that works? Nothing works. My I only mean, concern with that is that we can let you out, but we need power to repressurize the airlock before you come back in. That's a good point. All right, we also need power to depressurize the airlock. I mean, we can do that manually. With what? A bicycle pump? <laughs> no, no, no. And... <laughs> I walk over to the wall, and there's this kind of this big glass-containing cabinet that has a huge lever in it. I'm like, well, Skoga, what you would do is you'd go over to this lever, and you would close the doors manually with this crankshaft. Close them, make sure the seal's there, and then you break the glass, pull the lever, shoots it out of the airlock. Well, but we don't want to shoot Wes out of the airlock. I don't know. No, no, he, but he, he, ha- he has a good point. You know, as you crank the door open, I'm sure there's something I can hold firmly in the airlock. Wait. Maybe tied to me. Guys, you floating off. What if we don't even need spacesuits? Because normally space is black and the stars are white. But now the stars are black and space is white. So everything's opposite. Normally in space you can't survive. Now in space you can survive. Skoga, I cannot argue with your logic. Why don't you be the first one to test it out? With pleasure. Maybe you should wear a spacesuit just in case. So Wes and Skoga put on spacesuits and prepare themselves. That is accurate. Bog, kind of standing in the uh, the threshold to the cargo bay, is just like, good luck! And he turns and he goes into the cockpit. <laughs> Iso goes and finds Damien. What's Damien doing at this point? I'm just look- listening to the farce. <laughs> <laughs> and taking a massive dookie. <laughs> no, yeah, um, taking a massive dookie and he hits the flush button. Like, you realize it doesn't flush? Oh, no. <laughs> no. I try to use the force and see if it's wonky. No, the force is fine. Okay, so the force is fine, everyone, just so you know. Oh, thank goodness. Well, Wes and Skoga are about to go out into the void. I prefer not to just let them loose. Do we have any rope lying around? And I'm kind of like rummaging around through stuff and drawers and whatnot. Just cables and whatnot. Can make it from Bog's armpit hair. <laughs> we could. Uh, I, I found some cables. Would you like to come watch them? Oh, watch. Yes, I thought you wanted me to go out there. No, no, like, no. No way, Jose. <laughs> and Skoga takes his uh, rifle with him because it's got that bayonet on the end. Oh, that's fair. I was going to say it doesn't work. Yeah, Skoga, fair. Skoga, you got to watch out. There might be ghosts out there. Damien, did I ever tell you the time that I saw a ghost on Trandosha? Nope. I saw a ghost on Trandosha once. This one time, I was in the bathroom. Me too. <laughs> Iso is waiting and ready for you two to make your departure, and then he will monitor things. Okay, you see Wes as he starts cranking the crankshaft. Crankshaft's on my end. Oh. Iso, as Iso starts cranking the crankshaft. 
Uh, the doors open. The air quickly escapes. Does the seal hold? <laughs> it does. Um, and they make their way out. I'm assuming Iso is going to close the door again. Oh, do the comlinks work? I Iso no. Iso tests once he receives them out and closes the door. He gets on the comlink. Nope. I, I was gonna like take a look at the ship. Is there anything visually wrong with the ship? No, it doesn't look like it. I mean, it's the normal piece of crap, Kepler twelve. While they're out there, can Bog and I be attempting to boost up systems? Uh, the systems turn on. Oh, great! And then the hyperdrive begins to warm up. Alright. Do or, does the comlinks come back on? Yeah. Okay. As soon as I see the hyperdrive starting to boot back up, Iso gets on the comlinks. Guys, you need to get back in the ship right now. We could be jumping to hyperspace. All right, now that the uh, comlinks are getting back on, you see Wes scramble to the airlock, hoping to sweep Majibus, <laughs> but someone opens the GD airlock. I, I was watching, so I do so. Oh, thank you. I don't, I don't have to do that anymore. I can, I can hit a button. I'm assuming Skoga follows. Yep. Skoga's okay. not that dumb. <laughs> and as soon as they get back in, I hit the other button and it closes and starts to pressurize the room. Now that everything's booting up, Wes, once the room is repressurized and has kind of got everything going, he does go back to the computer, see if he can find something else. Um, well, you would, but everyone is knocked off their feet as you are blasted into hyperspace once more. And then as soon as you start to regain a semblance of composure, you are knocked out of hyperspace again, and everyone is again pushed against the floor and the bulkheads and the walls and wherever. And Bog flies into the window. I've had it. Bog, what are you doing? Stop messing with the engines. You were messing with the engines while we were playing, and then they're taking us all over the place. What's going on? Bog scrapes himself off of the viewport and falls onto the... (laughs) bridge floor he's like it's not me I, I look out the viewport you see a strange strange sight the only reason you can actually see anything is because of these odd nebula and ionization of particles as they're being sucked into a cluster of black holes all around you your ship is rattling just a little bit as it's okay. coasting along between what seems to be four black holes. This is not a good place to be in. No, especially <laughs> with this piece of junk. Do Wes. we have any coaxium? You put that bad boy right into the engines and... Zoom. Well, Wes is going to go back. He's still going to head to the computer trying to find out where they are. You do have a coordinate. You're back in real space. You're in okay. the galaxy. But you're not quite sure because your coordinate kind of jumps every two seconds or so. Okay. I swear, if we are in some sort of, like, alternate dimension or something. Well, the coordinate doesn't jump, like, around the galaxy. It's just, like, in a little area. So, like, you can't pinpoint it. Iso attempts to gain control of the Kepler-12 to gain maneuverability. Pilot check, please. 28. You pull on the controls, and you can orient the ship, but you seem to be moving regardless of which way you orient or give it acceleration. Which way are we moving? Toward the center of all these black holes, where Wes on your computer picks up a little blip. With this blip, is this like a message blip, or is this a there's something there blip? There's something there blip. I turn to you soon, I say, there's something there. <laughs> um, no, but I said, we're heading in the direction. Uh, there appears to be an object right here in the middle of these black holes. Iso takes a closer look out of the viewport. Is it physically visible yet? No. 
It's 400,000 kilometers away, actually. (laughs) You got a long ways to go. Space is big. All right. Well, it doesn't look like we can control where we're going. So how about we just take it easy and we all place bets on what we think that thing is? Well, Wes is going to try to talk to it. I bet you it's like a giant space jellyfish. I've never experienced anything like this. I don't know what it could be. I, I Actually, bet it's a dark matter comet, and if we use our transporters to, you know, draw power from it, we might be able to get through these black holes. What? I what? Paid I paid attention, attention in science school. <laughs> so, uh, Wes, yeah, he's going to try to contact it, just sending out a... I'm trying to decide whether or not an SOS. Actually, I think, yeah, I think they're, we're in an SOS situation. He kind of sends a, a distress signal toward whatever is there. It might just be like a, a rock. You do not receive anything in response. Wes, did you get anything from that ping? No, I sent a message, but there's no response. I have no idea what that could be, possibly. I guess I can try to scan it. If I scan it, will anything happen? Or is the blip kind of what's coming up on the scanners? The blip is what's coming up on the scanners. Okay. Alrighty. Well, maybe we can try plotting ourselves a course in hyperspace. It really doesn't matter what direction we're moving in. It just matters where we're facing and how we start our trajectory. So just so I understand, you want to enter into a different dimension and fly through several black holes? Not through the black holes. The, The black holes are around us. We're going to fly up or beneath them. Fair enough. So, Wes, I really hope these black holes aren't like an equilateral triangular formation. (laughs) No matter where we go, they're coming for us. So, Wes is going to try to plot a course from this. I've seen this Star Trek episode. That blip is our ship reflected back at us from the singularity. Oh my gosh, guys, that blip. Every time we meet, it'll smash into it, causing a time shift. And then we'll go back to moments before. Like if we get a message from ourselves <laughs> with the number three. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, Wes, that one together. Wes, you as you come closer, you're able to get a measurement on it, and this thing that you're approaching is approximately 350 kilometers long. Oh, okay. So it's an expanded <laughs> other ship. They're, they've been in luck. Lo- They've been spaghettified by the black hole and it is slowly... um, Okay, if we kind of set a course to approach it, would that be possible? I understand we're moving towards it permanently, but could we speed that movement up? I I can attempt. Um, Wes, why do do you want to get closer to this thing? I thought you were going to plot us a course into hyperspace. I mean, I have a course in hyperspace, but I'm going to be completely honest with you, Viso. I am not super comfortable just jumping into hyperspace in a random direction, surrounded by four black holes. That sounds like ways you die. Uh, going towards this thing. Uh, very well, very well. We will check out where it is. You said it's kind of in the center of these black holes, yes? Yes. So then I send a course, what I believe would be a course that could help us arrive there. Obviously, we would have to pilot it. All right. Well, we'll go to it. If it's nothing, keep your hyperspace course up. We will shoot into that if we get into trouble. All right. And then he so attempts to pilot himself and the crew closer to this thing. Then pilot check that. 29. You are able to speed your way along. So we speed along towards the the giant object. 350 kilometer long thing? Yes. As you near it, you see the light and shadows from these gases around the black holes dancing across its metallic surface. It's an enormous sphere in the middle, almost as large as the original Death Star. And then it has two poles sticking out of either side, or like either end that are a little longer than the diameter of that sphere. It's a bomb. 
Are, so are they literally just like super thin poles or are they like triangular things that come to a point? No, they're like huge cylindrical things that end in little caps. Okay. All right. As we approach it, I'm assuming most people are in the cockpit by now. I don't know where. Yeah, I'm staring at just awe at the size of this ship. Like this is is massive. It, is, is it a ship or this object? Whatever it is, it is a clearly metal object floating in space and it is absolutely massive on a scale that I'm guessing is relatively unprecedented. Hey, can somebody scan and see if there's, like, a docking port? And also, are we just going to, like, brush off that whole, like, reverse space thing like it never happened? I'm still kind of hung up on that. Skoga, we already decided that was you. You snapped your fingers, you popped us into that place, and you brought us back. We're very thankful. But now we have to deal with this. Yeah, thanks, Skoga. Okay. For getting us out of that again. That's a reasonable explanation. So, docking ports. Anybody see any? West does a scan of whatever this object is, hoping to find some place where they could sit down. Yeah, let's just dock on the mysterious object in the middle of a bunch of black holes that's larger than any other structure that we've ever seen, ever. Well, Damien, it's not moving. It's it's staying pretty stable. Does anyone have a better idea of how to get out of the black holes? So, Wes, you do your scan to figure out if there's a docking station. If I needed a use computer check to perform said scan, I got a 34. Holy crap. That plus 16 helps. You are able to find a suitable place to dock with the station. Yeah, so ESO receiving this information from Wes brings the Kepler-12 into the location specified to dock. Okay. Skoga, uh, you know, he gets his rifle ready, and he's standing in the the bay. Are my lightsabers working now? Yes. Okay. And the ship gets put down, and... The, the the loading ramp goes as it goes down and Skoga takes a look around. You see a dark room. Skoga grabs a flashlight. You know, one of the flashlights that you can put like on a helmet or something. Wes also <laughs> grabs a flashlight. Oh wait, he has he has dark vision. We have infrared <laughs> vision, but it's infrared. only useful if there's heat. That's is true. it very cold? It is, actually. Okay, um, so he grabs a flashlight and puts it on his helmet. Damien walks out the door and onto this station and ignites a lightsaber for light and warmth. Wes walks out, pulls up his jacket, tight against his chin, a little chilly out there, and uh, he's carrying what appears to be a flashlight. He has to cup his hand around it, so it's very awkward to hold what doesn't look like a normal flashlight and therefore is futuristic and scientific. So Bog steps down and he's like, should I come along? Actually, Bog, that's... Uh, we well, should probably have someone stay with the ship. Yeah, what if we end up near another airlock and we're about to die and we need you to come rescue us? Who will J-turn Damien has a good point. For us? All good points. But who's he going to J-turn? Can we do like a life support system scan or something? See if there's anything else alive? Yeah, so uh, Wes goes up to the nearest computer system if there is one. Nope. Okay, Damien. Wes doesn't do that. Damien, can you use the force to like sense living things? With a 30 force check, maybe. What's your will defense? I think you're going to die. 17. Okay. So as Damien attempts to reach out with the force, a crippling presence seems to just assault your mind, and then suddenly it's gone. However, something even stranger happens. As he tries, if you try to reach out with the force again... You feel as if your connection has been severed. 
connection to the Force? Yes. That's well, in all living things, man. Actually, I never really understood how the Force can affect non-organic tissues if it's bacteria, but whatever. Here's what I'm thinking, guys. At this point, Iso has joined the group and is now coming with them. So, just so you guys know, the Force and I are no longer friends. What, what, right. what do you mean, Damien? Well, it must be sad to lose your only friend. That was hurtful. Uh, I'm your friend, Damien. And don't worry, I also have a connection with the Force. Well, you see, I reached out and something hit me and now the Force is gone. Wait, you reached out with your hand? The Force. Oh, you reached out with the Force and then something hit you. What hit you? I don't know. It was metaphysical, Skoga. It hit me and now the Force is gone. And you're also hearing small, childlike whispers, incoherently. Just Damien. And what's 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 that? I uh, start walking, kind of just in a random direction. And the whispers seem to get a little quiet. Damien, uh, where are you going? Uh, I turn another direction and just start walking that way. And the whispers start to become a little louder. I think it's this way. Damien, Damien, wh- where are you going? And Iso rushes up to him and kind of puts his hand on his shoulder. I'm just going. Uh, Iso, Iso, come here, come here. And not straying too far from Damien, he gets close enough to Skoga that they can communicate. And Skoga whispers to Iso. Iso, I think Damien snapped. Yeah, he's acting rather strange. We need to take his lightsabers away before he starts swinging at us. Iso quickly turns to Bog. Bog, you, you should stay here. Okay. And he turns so, around and he shuts the door on the ship. <laughs> so do I hear anything tangible? Or uh, not, sorry, intelligible is the word I'm looking for in the whispers. You think you can barely make out the words like, come to me? Okay, is it making me feel paranoid? Not yet. All right, then as soon as Iso sees Bog go in and shut the door, he kind of looks at Skoga and Wes, and then he starts walking up to, to Damien. Damien, where are you going? You seem awfully determined. It's this way. What's this way? And he positions himself in front of Damien and actually kind of grabs both of his shoulders. Damien, where are you going? I I need the force back. It's this way. Cool. Um, you know, Damien, those lightsabers aren't a very good source of light. Why don't you take this spare headlamp and I can hold on to those lightsabers in case... You know, while you're looking for the force, you drop them or something. You mean you don't trust me, Skoga? No, I'm just saying I don't want to steal my lightsabers. No, I'm the last person that would want to steal your lightsabers. Skoga? I have a lightsaber of my own, Damien. So then you can keep that and just back off. And then I shove through Iso and start walking walking briskly in that direction. Doesn't Iso have a rudimentary connection to the force? Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. As, as Damien has gone deeper in and you've followed him deeper into the station, Iso, you don't have the same experience that Damien described, but you too start to hear these feminine, childlike whispers in your mind. And they're largely incoherent. As I begin to hear these and I start walking with Damien next to the side, do I notice that they are increasing or decreasing in volume? And no, as I'm walking in his direction. They're pretty constant. They're pretty constant. Damien, Damien. What is so? Do you hear voices? Of course not. I'm just following a feeling. Yeah, me too. 
(laughs) (laughs) And Iso kind of, he backs away from Damien, not like backwards or forwards, but just gives him a little bit more space on his side. And he's now kind of starting to walk in a similar direction, just kind of following him, letting him take the lead, but just a little bit curious now. Wes, 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 come here. Yeah. Wes kind of approaches, walks up to Skoga. What? Okay. Those two are acting funny. Yeah, I agree. Damon especially. Okay, I tell you what. You keep your gun out and point it in the general direction of Damien. I'll do the same with Iso. Okay. But don't shoot unless, you know, he's trying to slice your head off. No, no, no. I won't shoot. I um, for the bayonet. <laughs> Iso attempts to explore the voices using the force. Okay, use the force check. 15. What's your world defense? 13. Oh, okay. You go catatonic. <laughs> That's not great. All right. So as you as as so Damien turns around eyes wide and looks at Iso who just crumples see, to the floor. He can't see his eyes that they're staring into nothing, but he <laughs> he has a feeling that he is and he you know kneels over Iso and touches him on the shoulder and says, Iso, Iso, why did you do that, you idiot? Iso! Okay, look. Iso, I'm going to take off your mask. Ready? Three, two... Damien, get a hold of yourself. <laughs> All right, look, this looks bad, but silver lining, we're still pretty close to the ship. I'll go take Iso back. Wes and Damien, why don't you help me? I think it's best <laughs> not to split up in this case. You know what, Skoga? Wise words. I think you're right. You two take him back. That's a terrible idea, Damien. Damien, okay. I have something I need to go check out. You can All check right. it out after. Okay, yes, you can. We're going to be here for a while. Or did you forget about the black holes? Yes, it's going to be tricky getting out of here now. I already start walking in the direction that it was going before right. again. Okay, okay. Wes, Wes, psst, Wes. Wes comes over again. Okay, Wes, can you take Iso back? I don't feel comfortable leaving you here with Damien. Like, I'm, I'm not joking right now, okay? But your skill set is specialized more in, like, computers and being savvy. Mine is more on, like, stabbing hostile things and getting <laughs> stabbed by hostile things. So if Damien turns into one of those hostile things, I'd rather it was me getting stabbed, not you. Do not tell me twice. Okay, and... Between you and me, Iso's been putting on the pounds. <laughs> oh, Damien's almost gone out of sight. Damien, wait up for me. Wes and begins to... Well, Wes initially tries to pick up Iso to carry him back. Is Iso having any sort of, like, experience while he's out, or is he just... We'll get there. Okay. Do a strength check, Wes. Uh, 17. Uh, you, you pick Iso up with moderate... <laughs> Difficulty? Difficulty. I, I weigh 60, <laughs> I weigh 65 kilograms. Give me Holy one, crap. one that's, second. That's actually not too bad. 65 yeah, kilograms. Like a, like if you do a fireman carry, then you... Girl, we're Americans. We don't know nothing about that metric system. It's 140 pounds. I just said 130, 140 pounds. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 I then you this. pick him up with relative ease. It's still like a strain because it's a whole person and yeah, they're completely yeah. like Iso is complete dead weight. Yeah, yeah, 100% but, dead weight. But you Literally, got him in the fireman carry. Doing, I got him in the fireman carry and I'm walking him back to the ship. Well, that would be true if you had any idea what direction you were going because all the hallways you're looking down look exactly the same. Or something just walking down one hallway? 
No, there were there were turns and branches and everything. Okay, I y'all were just following Damien. Now you tell them. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. And maybe you didn't even notice them before, Wes. Maybe they weren't even there before. In that case, Wes is actually going to carry Iso in the direction that he saw Skoga and Damien go off in. <laughs> okay, so he follows them. Noah, Ammon, and Daniel just uh, step out of the room for a minute. So Iso. You seem to be in a field of white. Just like you saw in space, however, there are no black dots. Just pure white. Just pure white. Around your feet seems to be like water almost, but like barely an inch worth of it. And as you step along, you actually see in the middle distance what looks like a bed and two stone pillars and a figure sitting at the edge of the bed. I proceed to walk to this figure. Okay. The figure kind of stands up and kind of cocks his head to one side as he looks at you, and he speaks in a language that you've never heard before, but you understand him. And so for all intents and purposes, I'll just keep speaking like this. Okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, It has been many years since I have had a guest. I can imagine. And he so kind of takes a look around. Like, it's literally just white, except for this bed and the two pillars. Yes. And he he notices you're doing this, and he says, You may travel as far as you like as the ones before you have gone, but I have never seen them again. So I assume they have gone insane. It can drive you mad. And he just looks out into the white nothingness. Iso continues to step closer cautiously but at a good speed and who might you be i i do not remember but i i was put here because i was close to knowing close to knowing and he kind of takes another glance around pats his hands on the side of his legs close to knowing what exactly i don't quite recall she she won't let me. She and Iso's kind of ignoring the figure at this point, and he's more paying attention to the pillars, trying to just examine them, see what they are. The pillars seem to just be stone just pillars. Stone. Yeah, yeah. All right. almost as if a doorway or something could go between them, but it seems inactive. Gotcha, gotcha. She, you say, and who is she? I, I do not recall, but. You seem to be the first one here with a semblance of, well, wit about you. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure that I've not gone insane myself. No, but how long have you been here? Not long, I imagine. Honestly, you were the first thing I saw. I, I was not here, and then I was, and I woke to you. Well, his form, he looks like a humanoid right now, just like a human, but his form kind of phases and like suddenly, like for a split second, he looks like a Twi'lek, and then a Rodian, and then some other creature, and then this weird insect thing, and then back to a human. If you don't mind me asking, what exactly are you? I, I do not remember, but I have been in here for a long time. Iso, as he's kind of perusing around the three objects, he kind of strolls behind the man. Does the is the man like turning to yes, follow him? Yes. Okay, so he never like lets me pass behind him. <laughs> All right, well, just kind of out of curiosity, Iso reaches his hand out and attempts to, like, pat his arm. 
and you pat his arm. So it is physical. You can, yeah. Okay. Well, y- you mentioned others who have come and, and gone. Who yeah. were these others? One, maybe two, three thousand years ago. I do not recall their name or their face, but they would not speak to me. They treated me as if I were an apparition, and they <laughs> fled into the great white beyond. There were more before them. Tens, tens of thousands, maybe. Years, not people. As as he's saying these things, Iso's checking out his gear. Does he still have his blaster pistol? No. Okay. So you like, seem to be wearing like a simple brown tunic, which is the exact same clothing that this person is wearing. Oh, okay. So that, this is the first time Iso's realizing this now. He was actually going to check where his heavy blaster pistol would have been, uh-huh. and then realizing that it wasn't there, realizes his new garb. You're also not wearing any bits of your mask. He also realizes this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and now kind of discovering this, you know, I must be quite honest with you. Have you ever tried to escape this place? I was put here as a prisoner. I do not believe there is escape for me. But I, again, have spent many years here from when I was originally imprisoned. I believe, well, I have devised a way. Yes, I think that I can activate this. And he sort of waves his arm toward the two pillars doorway. However, I am not inclined to let you leave. (laughs) And why ever not? Well, my body, wherever it is, has withered away. Over the tens of thousands of years that I've been trapped here. You, however, are fresh. And I assume your body is nearby. And perhaps well cared for. Perhaps. To be quite honest, I have no idea where we are now in relation to my body. Well, either way, one of us will be able to find out. Can I attempt to use the force? You can. Do we use the force check? 23. No, 22. That'd be good if there were any force here. Oh. All right. So he was attempting to to reach out and feel other presences, maybe even feel a sense of the power around this portal. But I attempt to and nothing happens. No. There's just like no force presence here. It would take both of us to activate the portal, but only one of us may leave. I desire to see the world again of course and you have I assume desire to return to your body (laughs) yes yes this is true then I propose a game of wits very well we will trade riddles if you will if this is the only way very well I will ask you four riddles and you shall ask me four riddles and whoever answers the most gets to leave Very well. I will begin. Until I am measured, I am not known. Yet how you miss me when I have flown. What am I? I believe this one to be quite simple. Time. Mm. Yes. I thought an easy riddle to start you off. (laughs) How kind of you. What is your riddle? What is black and white and red? All over. (laughs) Is it a 
a primitive form of transmitting information. A newspaper, I believe it's called. Yes, yes, it is a newspaper. Very well, on with yours. I never was, yet always will be. I am never seen, yet I always come. I can carry nothing, yet hold much for some. Can he so do an insight check? <laughs> sure. It'll be uh, opposed. 19. 16. Some it holds much? Is that how it ended? Yet hold much for some. Hold much for some. I believe the answer is tomorrow. Blast! Yes, you're correct. Very well. What is your riddle? Where there is light is the only place I can live. Yet if light shines on me, I die. What am I? A shadow, of course. Two for two, then. Too easy. Very well. Who makes it has no need of it. Who buys it has no use for it. Who uses it has no knowledge of it. What is it? Who makes it has no need. Who buys it has no use. Who uses it has no knowledge of it. Has no knowledge of it. Isa should have really buffed up on his critical thinking skills. <laughs> Insight check. Insight check. All right. It'll be a little harder this time. 15. 13. All right. Mm. Oh, that's a grave, of course. Ah, you're quite right. Very well. Give me your riddle. There once was a great starfighter crash in which every single person was killed. Yet there were 12 survivors. How is this possible? There once was a great starfighter crash. Starfighter in this case is irrelevant. You may replace that with transport or anything you wish. Oh, all the people died. I will repeat. No, please. There once was a great ship crash in which every single person was killed. And yet there were 12 survivors. How is this possible? They weren't on the ship. Incorrect. What? How? I said there once was a great star fighter crash in which every single person was killed. Twelve people were married. Uh, Very well. If you can answer my last riddle, then I guess you'll go free. I am always hungry. I must always be fed. The finger I lick will soon turn red. What am I? (laughs) I believe the the aura in this place is throwing me off a bit, but I do believe I know the answer to your riddle. Oh, try me. Fire. Ah! And he just hits his fists together and he's like, blast it. And his form phases weirdly again, and it kind of lingers on this weird, large insectoid creature for a little longer than all the other ones before it goes back to a human shape. And he says, very well. I will allow you to leave and await the next unfortunate force user to enter my prison. Well, if I meet any, I will encourage them to come. And he he puts his hand on the right pillar and beckons for you to do the same. Isa does so, puts his hand on the left pillar. And there's this sort of like wave and you can see the ground. Remember, there's like this water. Mm -hmm. There's this huge ripple that goes out. And when it reaches the gate, the water kind of just goes up between it to form like this shimmering passageway. And right before you're about to move, he stops you and he's like, wait, 
wherever you found me, you must leave that place. Why? I am flooded with the sudden remembrance. A name only. But you must leave. You must tell your your friends, your companions, your comrades, whoever you came with, that they have to leave immediately. What if we cannot coerce them? What if one is being drawn towards something? And it is her. It is Herboloth. And with that, I've shoved out the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, Wes, Iso suddenly comes to on your back and, what, starts flailing? or? Yeah, I imagine I just kind of, like, roll off his shoulder. Wes is more than happy to just let him fall to the ground. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 Wes does not. Wes is trying to hold him on his shoulder because, you know, he doesn't know if he's, like, awake or not. He's just kind of over his shoulder, so he's like, what? And so I'm going to guess they kind of tumble together. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Iso doesn't really notice that he's still somewhat attached to Wes. He's, he's clambering over, feeling himself, making sure his mask is on, checking his equipment. Everything's there. And then realizes he's on the ground and Wes is there as well. Wes has his gun out and subtly pointed towards Iso. Iso quickly realizes, <laughs> Wes, Wes, I'm fine. I'm fine. We're good. Are you? You were acting kind of odd. I, I'm very much fine, but we need to stop Damien. Okay. So good news is... That's a great idea. Bad news is I don't actually know where Damien is. I've been f- trying to follow what? them. You're kind of heavy, man. We, 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 we need to find them. Uh, and Iso kind of props himself up, wipes the dust off of his pants. Let's go this way. Why? why? What, what happened? I don't know exactly. All I know is the Force can trap one here. I was taken to a place, met a man. I can explain more later, but if we don't stop Damien, he will become a prisoner. 